everybody. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. We are so excited that you are joining us today. We are thrilled that you continue to join us each week and dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus. You know, I have my girl with me again today. I'm so excited, Miss Eliana Freeman, and we are going to just chit-chat about being single and singleness today. Of course, I am married. Ellie is engaged, but we have both been single. We both have done the dating thing. So we've got some experience um, on this subject, even though we are not single right now. I hope that it just gives you, today gives you a biblical perspective on being single and that it's okay to be single and you don't have to have someone in your life. And, you know, I'm the older of the two of us, but I am, Ellie is way more closer to your age and you could probably relate to her way more than this woman who's been married for 30 some years. So Ellie, just kick it off, girl. Let's talk about being single. So first of all, I want to say just because you have been married, obviously I'm not married yet, but you've been married far longer than I have. Um, it does not mean that you cannot throw some dimes and spit some wisdom. So <laughs> I will give you some credit there. Um, but yeah, no, so today we're just going to talk about single season. And I think it's um, it's a topic that's really close to my heart because right before I met my soon to be husband, um, I realized how important your single season was. And I actually learned the true meaning of your single season, Mm. uh, because that's such a, like a Christian topic that's tossed around within the Christian community that is so like, Oh, I'm in my single season. I'm in my single season. But I feel like it's more of a, like a, Oh, like a, like a hype culture, almost like a, fun phrase to throw around when Mm -hmm. you don't really know the meaning of it, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, and so I, I know that for me, that was especially true right before I really learned that meaning. And so we're going to hop into that, um, and just talk about that today. So I was doing some digging on single season and like what that means from other people and what that means in different perspectives. Um, and I came across this one article that was talking about your single season specifically. And there were a couple um, examples that they gave for people who may be struggling in their single season, specifically women who are struggling in their single season Mm. or teens, girls, you know, whatever. Um, and so some examples they gave, I thought were kind of funny, but also very relatable. And so I'm going to read a couple to them or a couple of them to you. So the first one, it says going to the single Christian ministry where it's 10 women to every one man and all of the single women fight over the single men. (laughs) (laughs) Youth group all over again. Exactly. Right. Um, and so then the next one, going to Bible study, church, prayer meetings, visiting other churches, all in hopes of meeting a man. I know I've talked to plenty plenty of my single friends who have told me, oh my gosh, every single Sunday, all I do is look around the church and it's the same people. No one is ever going to be my husband. I'm never going to find my husband at the church unless by some miraculous blessing, God just plants one there. And I think it's so funny because that immediately takes the focus of a Sunday, a Sunday worship away from the purpose, which is growing closer to God. And it immediately replaces it onto something of this world, which is a man. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's in a way, I would say that's like idolizing man. Yes. You're wanting to place your focus on something of the world, something that's earthly, something that is faulty Mm -hmm. 
instead of something that is wonderful and perfect, which is God. And so going through these next um, couple of examples, going through a tedious beauty routine every time you go to church because you never know who you may meet. Mm. Again, if it's not for you, like if it isn't for you, if you're not putting makeup on for yourself, it's like immediately like something's missing there. Yep. You shouldn't be doing it just for someone else. Yes. Um, because again, if you meet the man that God has placed in your life that is for you, he will see right through your foundation, right through your eyeshadow and your mascara. Yes. He will see to your heart. <laughs> um, and so then the last one is greet every new male member in the church in hopes that he may be the one. Um, so for all of you social butterflies out there who are looking <laughs> for a man, I, I can't say that I was ever one of those people. Um, I was so introverted and so shy. but if you are a social butterfly and you're just like, you know, hopping around to new people, but your intention is to meet someone or to try to catch the eye of a guy that may be new at youth group or new at church, um, again, just check your intentions. Um, and so after reading these examples, of course, we had a nice laugh. It was, it was very funny reading over these, but there's really some um, truth behind these examples that are given because more often than not, girls, women, you know, college girls, like we're facing that struggle of, oh my gosh, I just want to find the one. Yes. And it is really difficult when you sit around people, sit around, you know, other women um, who say, oh my gosh, I met my husband when I was in high school and I just knew he was the one. It took three months after graduation, boom, we were married. And you feel that like, ping. It's Uh like, okay, congrats, (laughs) you know? Um, Or you hear the other person, oh, I was just in a college class and I just bumped into someone and a year later, boom, we're married. And again, in the Christian community, I hear a lot of um, like less than a year or within the first couple of months meeting them, or as soon as you laid your eyes on that person, you knew, as soon as you met that person, (laughs) you knew, right? And for a lot of people, that is fantastic. That's amazing. But when you are someone who feels like they've been in their single season for years, months, years, like it feels like eons and they're never going to leave it. It's almost like that insecurity really starts to fester and really starts mm-hmm. to eat at your heart. Um, and I know for me, that was especially true because I had one relationship when I was in high school. It was my freshman year. I dated a boy and it did not end well. Like it ended horribly. And after that, I was like, no more. Now I wish I could tell you that, Oh, like I just didn't date anyone. I'm not going to lie. I had some side pieces. (laughs) Like I definitely (laughs) had some side pieces, but again, it's like, I wasn't committed to anyone. I let my insecurities rule my life and say, Hey, I'm not going to attach myself to anyone because I got hurt. Mm. But again, that, that, that isn't helping us to grow closer to God. That's just allowing us to sit in our own insecurity that the enemy is trying to place on us when God has something so much more beautiful planned for us if we would just trust him. Mm -hmm. And I think that is something that is so difficult to really just hold on to in your single season because you're looking at everybody else, everybody else's relationship who's doing well, you know, and every other marriage that's doing fantastic where they were married at like 18, 19. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm 25 and I have not dated anyone you know? And so it, it it can be really like disheartening, but I want to offer (laughs) some light, what feels like at the end of the tunnel, because again, it's like, we need to replace our focus 
on the things of this world and we need to replace them back onto what matters most, which is God. And so one of the things when I was preparing to have this little chat today um, is really just looking back at that moment that I realized that my single season was possibly the most important part in my walk with God, Mm -hmm. especially before walking into season of engagement, season of dating and soon to be season of marriage. Um, So your single season is super important for a lot of reasons, but your biggest one is going to be growing closer to God in a new way. We all are on our walks with Christ in our own very unique and different ways. Um, But for people who haven't yet dated gotten engaged, gotten married. Um, Your single season is used to have a unique relationship with God that will prepare you for that time when you are dating, that will prepare you for that time when you are engaged. Um, And so when I finally, like when it finally clicked in my brain after crying over this guy, I thought was like, oh my gosh, he's, he's like the best. Like he goes to church, you know, his family's great. Like, oh my God, we're all getting along. Everything's going to be wonderful. But I was trying to change him. I was trying to make him run after God when he was just not there. Mm -hmm. I was at a different place, but I wanted to bring him along. So I was carrying the both of our weight towards God and it just wasn't working. And after I sat there just crying and oh my God, (laughs) God was like, you need to look at me and you need to just focus on me. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And so in that time, like God completely just cleansed my heart and he cleansed my mind, honestly, of the desire to search for a man. Because that's Mm -hmm. not my job. Mm -mm. My job is not to search for a man. I already have enough going on (laughs) in my life. And the most important part of that in my life is to chase after God, yes. not to chase after a guy. Yes. Um, and so during that time, I really just like realign my focus. I stopped thinking, oh, well, like today's like Sunday. Maybe, maybe someone new will be at church. Like I stopped having those thoughts. I started replacing them with, you know, what God has told me I am or who God told me, tells me I am. Yes. And then also just realizing the importance of a Sunday. It's just a worship God, you know, um, it's not to look for someone. It's not to look pretty for someone. It's just to worship God. Amen. And God's going to take that and he's going to see that. And that is what God, at least in my life, I know that God was waiting for that moment. He was like, I'm waiting for Ellie to stop trying so hard to look for someone to try and look good for someone, but to just like spend time with me, just focus on me. The intention is to be with me. Yes. Because he knows our hearts. He knows our minds. Even if we're like out, we're like, oh God, like it's all for you. Like I'm just, I'm just focusing on you. But in our minds, we're like, okay, but secretly I kind of hope that there is someone there at church. Yep. He knows that. He knows that. And he knows that we are like, he knows our truest intentions, right? He knows our, he knows our hearts. He knows our minds. And so it's so important to just take a step back and be like, Hey, no, like it's for God. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, I started taking myself on dates. <laughs> that, I love it. I love it. I started taking myself on dates and I remember talking to my mom. I remember talking to some of my friends and telling them this idea that I had to take myself on dates. And they're like, Ellie, you're crazy. That is, I could never do that. Like I could never do that. That's just so weird and awkward. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't. And then I was like, no, why wouldn't I take myself on a date? 
if I think of myself as an important individual, yep. especially in the way that God has told me I am, why wouldn't I take myself on a date? Spend time with me to spend time with God. Um, something else I read in this article, again, for preparing for today, um, was talking about, again, what what your where your mind should be, what your thoughts should be in your single season. And it says, if you want to get married, then trust that God will give you that. Do not fear or get upset that it's taking too long. Do not start screaming at God, accusing him of trying to make you, you know, be some kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. old person with no husband. You, you need to be single for the rest of your life. Instead, wait with expectancy. And so during these little dates that I would take myself on, I remember talking to God. And I would have, I would have conversations, which is, I would just have we conversation should. with God, we you should. know? And so I would spend that time just enjoying, like, I would order something that I would want to eat. I would go and take myself to a store, maybe even go to watch a movie by myself. But I knew that God was with me. Yes. And so another thing um, before I I truly understood the meaning of your single season was realizing that I needed to stop saying that I had no one. Stop saying that I was alone. Come on, girl. Stop saying that, oh my gosh, no one will ever want to be with me. No one ever will love me. No one will ever care for me all of the men are taken up, you know, I had to stop saying that and start realizing, no, I'm not alone. God's with me. Yeah. God is, God is the person that I'm going to be with forever. Mm-hmm. And so before I even knew my soon to be husband, my fiance, God was my first quote unquote husband. Mm-hmm. He was the person I loved first. He was my first friend. Mm-hmm. He was the person that never left my side. He was the person who taught me what it's like or what I should be doing and preparing for whoever God places in my life eventually, yes. right? And so as soon as soon as I realized those fundamental things, those just like, okay, really need to change my mindset, it shifted everything. And it was like such a wonderful period of time because for the first time I felt whole. I felt like nothing, I didn't need anything. I was good. And I think that maybe I got a little too comfortable because when God finally placed my fiance in my life, I was like, nah, it's like, he's just a friend, you know, like, <laughs> no, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm good with God. Like, you know, maybe one day, but I'm good. Um, and so I just started being friends with this guy and eventually that friendship blossomed, you know, into a relationship, right. which then blossomed into an engagement. But I really do think that during that single season, God really prepared me for what was to come, even to the point of wanting to push it away because I didn't hop in immediately to this, you know, feeling, you know, um, like forced kind of relationship with this person, which had always been a norm for me was just like them, have feelings for them and then talk to them. It was never be friends first. It was just, oh, I like you you want to like, maybe like go out sometime, you know, it was never, um, you know, Hey, like let's get to know each other, which is what happened with my fiance is that we were friends first. We talked about God. We talked about what we got into the word and I got to learn about who he was. I got to learn about his heart before I ever had feelings attached. And again, I think that for single women, that is something that, you know, we need, you know, we need to hear is that, Hey, like just just focus on God and focus on what he has for you. Wait with that expectancy, but don't sit there and just like, okay, God, is it today? You know, is it tomorrow? And just say, all right, 
God, it's up to you. Yeah. You know, um, I saw like these TikToks. Um, I think they're very funny. Obviously, they're not for like girls or women who are in their single season, but they're for women who are about to be proposed to. I see them all the time. They're like, oh, I think my husband's or my not husband, but I think my boyfriend's going to propose to me today. Or they'll get their nails done every single week. Um, and they'll show that montage of getting ready as though they were going to get proposed to. Yeah. And then at the end of every day, they were so disappointed. They were like, still hasn't proposed, still hasn't proposed. And it's like, if you focus on your single season, if you focus on that time with God and you build up that weight with expectancy, if you build up that I'm going to focus on God and I know he has something for me, that period of time where you are constantly disappointed, it's not going to happen anymore because you're trusting that God has something planned that is so immeasurable, immeasurably more than you could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the phrases that gets thrown around a lot that drives me crazy <laughs> is, I'm just looking for my Boaz. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The girl was not looking for her Boaz. <laughs> she decided, Ruth decided to be with her mother-in-law, Naomi, She wanted to serve her God, be with her family, be with her people. She wanted to make her a part of her family. And Ruth just went out Mm -hmm. looking for work to provide, and she knew that God was going to help her. So Mm -hmm. she just went out. She made the step and knew that God was going to provide. She wasn't looking for a man when she went out to that field to find work so that Mm -hmm. her and Naomi could eat. She went looking to provide, to do her part, to take care of herself and her Mm mother-in-law. But because she wasn't looking, in the end, she got the best man in the land. But she wasn't looking for him. Mm -hmm. And so it drives me crazy (laughs) when people say, I'm just looking for my Boaz. Mm -hmm. She wasn't looking for him. (laughs) Right. She wasn't looking for him. You missed the whole point of the story. Mm -hmm. So, and I love everything that you said. And, um, you know, and a lot of what you said is geared towards our older high school girls or our college girls Mm -hmm. that listen to the podcast, but even for those of you that are in middle school Mm. or earlier in your high school years, we put this, there's this pressure from society to date, to have a boyfriend. And I I can honestly say, like, I remember that all my friends had like, oh, you're supposed to like a boy. You're supposed Mm -hmm. to have a boyfriend. And like you would your hormones are raging when you're turning 12 and 13. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, boys do look better to you than they did when you were nine and they were yucky and they had (laughs) cooties. But you have to realize that you don't have to have a boyfriend just because your friends do, or Mm -hmm. that may not be your season. That may not be for you. Having a boyfriend just because everybody else does, that's like jumping off the bridge into shallow water just because the cool kids are doing it. You're going to end up hurt. And you're probably going to bring in some pain and maybe even be tempted to do some things that you should not do. Mm -hmm. And I, one of my biggest regrets through middle school and high school is that I focused too much on boys Mm, that I, I I don't, I don't necessarily want to say I was boy crazy, but I like, if one came along, yeah, I would try to get a boy to like me that I thought was cute. Um, I ended up getting hurt a lot because I was not what they wanted. Um, you know, I was the, um, 
flat-chested girl in middle school and even in high school. And we know high school boys, mm-hmm. they like to look at girls' bodies even yep. though they shouldn't. And that's a whole purity, whole other <laughs> conversation we're going to have on another day. But um, I think we focus too much on that yeah. is, is being in a relationship when the word tells us it's okay to be single. Yes, God mm-hmm. created Eve for Adam. And marriage is a is a sacred thing and it's a God thing, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that we have to have someone at mm-hmm. every um, turn in our life. You know, we need to remain devoted to the Lord without distractions, like you right. were saying, and you'll grow in your relationship and you'll yeah. be so much more rooted and so much more grounded. And things by the grace of God turned out good for me. I made some mistakes. I did some wrong things. I am the girl who my dad, when my high school sweetheart broke my heart, my dad looked at me and said, when you find the person God wants you to be with, you will know it. Mm-hmm. You will know that's the person. Yes. And I think my dad was praying that for me. And and I did. When I met my husband, I knew that he was the one. Like it was mm-hmm. like, this, honestly, the I laid eyes on him and I knew I was going to marry him. Mm. And that was in January. And in June, I married him. Mm. And so, yeah, that that was me. I'm that story, but that's not everybody's story. Mm-hmm. And I and I think that's one thing we need to remember mm-hmm. is that everybody's story is different and everybody's mm-hmm. story is important. And we gotta put those blinders on. That's mm-hmm. you know, just like the racehorses, the Derby just ran last weekend. They put those blinders on so they're not distracted by those other horses in the mm-hmm. race. And that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. We need to put those blinders on and just focus our eyes on Jesus mm-hmm. and our relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And then when it's our time, and it may not be in middle school, it may not be in high school, it may not be in college, it may be down the road before you find that right person. Mm-hmm. But if you're focusing on him He's going to bring that right person to you in his time, not your time. Yeah. And that's the thing that we have to think about and and focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was good, Ellie. That was really, yeah. that was good. I just threw my, you know, my mama wisdom in there. And of course, <laughs> it goes back to, we talked about seasons for everything, you yeah. and I. Um, and that is also one of those seasons, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta, sometimes it's gotta be single, but I think we would be so much better off if we focused on the the true bridegroom and that's yeah. Jesus who's coming back for us one right. day and when we focus on that bridegroom the, and it talks about it in revelation that he is the bridegroom and so when we focus on that bridegroom that that one like you said mm-hmm. Jesus you had to use Jesus as your husband and you were talking to him on those dates when we focus on the ultimate bridegroom mm-hmm. then everything else is going to be fine amen <laughs> Uh, you got anything else you want to pop in there? Um, I just want to add one verse. Um, it's it's like my foundation verse, but um, I also wanted to add a little bit more. Um, so it's Jeremiah 29, 11, but it's 11 through 13. So it says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and mm-hmm. not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. And Amen. so I think that that's another thing is that when we go and we look for men or guys or whoever or a relationship, um, we are are doing the thing that God doesn't want us to do. We're putting that focus on something else that mm-hmm. isn't him. Um, and we'll get let down. We'll get disappointed. But it says in scripture that when we look for God wholeheartedly, we'll find him. 
Like, there's no question about it. We will see him like he'll be there, you know? Um, and so that, that verse has gotten me through a lot in my life. Um, I love that verse so much. I actually have a tattooed on my arm. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to end with that. Cause I think it's so important to, to just, just remember that, you know, God's got really good plans for us. Yeah. Um, and it's so easy to get upset with God when things don't go our way mm-hmm. because we are like, well, God, you're supposed to, you know, know everything. You're supposed to be the one that's going to provide everything for me. Why aren't you providing for me? He is, he's just waiting for us to wholeheartedly find him to talk to him because he'll listen. And once he knows our hearts and our minds and our truest intentions, I think that's when he, he says, okay, you're, you're ready for that next level. You're ready for that next step. So. Yep. That's so good. That's so good. Well, thanks for um, sitting down with me and always and chatting. I love our little conversations I and I hope um, the rest of you enjoy today and it's got you maybe digging deeper into your single season or Maybe you need to focus on your single season and not focus on having a guy in your life just because everybody else does and you don't want to be going to the dances alone or going to uh, school functions alone or or whatever it may be. But um, we hope today just encourage you and you will enjoy the single season. We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are, and you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.